We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here on this lovely morning around 8.15 or so as we're... Uh, we're getting started. We have no idea what we're talking about today, but we'll be with you for a little while, a little over an hour as always, to uh, entertain you guys. If you're in the live stream and you have thoughts, feel free to give them because we can use all the help we could get this morning. No doubt. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk about plenty of different things coming up on the show, brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You know, to head on over to the blue sky, take a selfie. When you do that, you need to tag Oxford Exxon on Twitter. You need to uh, hashtag Blue Sky Rebels. You'll be automatically entered into a chance to win an official Ole Miss football helmet. You can also download the Speed Pass Plus app. You can earn points, save money. They're with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi and get lunch specials for five sixty nine for two sides bread, thirty two ounce drinks, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, six six two two five seven nineteen hundreds. That number, call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell uh, Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can uh, shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You will um, <laughs> you'll love the product. You'll uh, love the uh, you'll love the service, uh, Corey been with us for a long time he'll take care of you as well 662-257-1900 guest join us on the rafters music and food hotline we got a guest tomorrow is correct yeah that's correct yes chase goodbread join oh, us yes. tomorrow. i remember yesterday had a lot of stuff in it you kind of forgot that once well, we <laughs> i remember stuff but there was stuff yeah a lot of stuff uh guests will join us on the rafters music and food hotline rafters music and food on the square in oxford great burgers po'boys appetizers full bar Great beer selection, the whole deal there at Rafters. Also, Rafters, New Albany. All right, so, um, I don't Particular know. set of skills. Yeah. yeah, the thread's on point this morning. For sure. Yeah, that one even got held for review because they used a word. Yeah. But it was funny. If he'd avoided the word, the word there, we could have we could have could have made something work. Uh, all right. 
Braves knock off the Astros last night. I mean, yeah. baseball. Was a, that was a crazy game. Jorge Soler hits a homer to open the game. Uh, immediately, Jeff Passlin, who's great, yeah. puts out a tweet that goes, it's the first time that a leadoff hitter has ever hit a home run in, in, in a World Series game. And every Cub fan in America went, no, no, no. <laughs> that is not true. You remember one. <laughs> Dexter Fowler hit one. Yes, he did. You recall that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Charlie Morton breaks his leg. Breaks his leg and throws over the 16 mound. pitches after that. Unbelievable. Yeah, 6-2 Braves final to go up 1-0 in Houston yesterday. I do kind of like those blue road suits with the red popping more versus the blue with just the white or like the fill-in stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those were all right last it's night. Fine. You still want the full gray on the road and call it a day? Well, because I, I like the Braves uniform for the most part. If you're wearing the gray suits all the way around, do you want the just the the navy hat or you want the normal red bill? Uh, their traditional the cap? red bill. Okay. Um, the Morton thing is significant as the series goes. Well, I mean, for multiple reasons: a) you don't have Charlie Morton, and b) you had to turn it into a bullpen game last night, so you had to use guys that you yeah. likely would have not have used for that many innings. And now, if you but you are counting wins, Look, you are you, counting when wins. you win the game sure. versus had you lost, you go, oh hell, oh yeah, that, no, it's that's a, a problem. It's a W, so tonight's a free shot. Your problem is that when you get to game five, that would have been Morton's role. Yeah, so now what do you do? And now you, now you. Well, the goal is not to get to game five, Neil. I understand that. Just, hey, you know, Charlie, you were done anyway. Just need three more. All, all good. I, I found myself last night, it was kind of interesting from a, whatever you call me, fan is not the right word, but I was interested in the outcome, and I wanted to know the score, and I kept I wanted to keep up with it, but I was kind of reading. I was kind of doing some other stuff. I had a hard time watching. Like, I didn't care enough to sit there pitch by pitch and actually follow it for nine innings. It was just it was just kind of on over there. And I'd glance up, and I'd see them ahead, and I'd check Twitter. If I put something down, and I was just sort of around it. But I, I really had a hard time focusing on it. I didn't care enough. So I got behind in my work yesterday because of stuff that happened, and I was scrambling a little bit. And so last night I was working, worked on a – Christian Clemente and I, he works for the Auburn site. He and I did the five-question thingy. So I was answering his questions and sending my questions and all that. I went up and did a, a, a Peloton ride with uh, my good friend Allie Love. And um, after all of that, took a shower, the whole deal. After all of that, the game was just in the fourth inning. Like, holy cow, man. What, what Speed the game up. Would the game take four hours last night? It had to be close to it because it wasn't you know, it wasn't over yet when I stopped around ten thirty ish. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. That's an issue. But what 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 in baseball is causing that? I know everybody's moving slower. I get that. The postseason is everybody's locked in pitch to pitch to pitch to pitch to pitch. pitch. And then I think longer. the commercial breaks are longer. I think everything's longer. But even so, we're beyond. You know, in the eighties and early nineties, even I mean, what was it that? That Cubs Reds game that was like it was like an hour and thirty eight minutes or something like in like nineteen eighty eight or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like where you would just get out there, hit, go, go, go. go. I mean, which look, strikeouts take longer too. Strikeout numbers are up. That lengthens at bats. It's it one of the things they're trying to fix is to get more contact into the game, which I think is to speed the game up. Yeah, it's funny if you go to a game in person, the time doesn't bother you. No, but on TV, when it's four hours, 
just too because much. there's so much dead air. When you're there, it's just kind of hanging out yeah. in the environment. Yeah, you, sure. you, you kind of know what you're. It, it's on TV. I mean, it's kind of a the game is just too long, and not to get old man yelling at cloud. It's a little bit of a societal issue too. We just need something constant all the time. We have a hard time being patient in between anything. Um, but it's it, it's it's both those things. But it does it creates a weird TV product because. In playoff baseball, the tension is great. I mean, the, the atmospheres, the tension, what that that every pitch is important can change the games. Now a little different last night because the Braves jumped up five nothing in the second inning or whatever it was after Duvall hit that ball out. But um, it it kind of was every recipe for some semblance of a boring game last night. If you were not an Astros or a Braves fan, or frankly just a Braves fan, the way they dominated the game. Yeah, Jeff Passan, as you mentioned, he has a uh, story on ESPN.com. Charlie Morton threw 16 pitches on a broken leg and then apologized that it wasn't more. Yeah. So, he defied pain tolerance and set the tone for his team while pitching until the leg gave out. That was uh, He knew something was wrong. Oh, 100%. Okay, I saw this this morning, and again, we, we'll be all over the place. We'll probably talk some football, but this is, Wednesday is always, has become the new Friday where we don't have a time before we get toward the weekend. Um, and we'll address some site stuff later, but I'm, really, I'm not really in the mood right now. So, do you see this where the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team is suing the baseball team? I, I knew that there was they something. Actually, I, I've read through this whole story this morning. Okay. And now, I'm not an attorney. Maybe somebody goes, hey, they're not big enough. They haven't played enough. You're crazy. I think they have a case. I if sure. you If you strictly do it from a legal standpoint and don't. They own look, the name. Look at Behemoth. Well, that's the catch. They never filed a trademark. Oh, but but they, but they operated. They, were established. they yes. established. There's with some that common name. law principles that likely now had they just trademarked the stupid name, then. But even without the trademark, I think they're I think they're good. They own it. They established that they owned it. Yeah, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But they filed a federal lawsuit on Wednesday. Um, obviously, the Indians are changing for the 2022 season. When the team unveiled its plans for the new name in July, it said it was aware of the Guardians roller derby team, which has not had a season since 2018 because of pandemic-related right. stuff. It's not that they just folded. The baseball team said it had taken the proper legal steps to appropriate the name. The derby team's lawsuit filed wherever alleges the ball club shortchanged the team. Major League Baseball would never let someone name their lacrosse team the Chicago Cubs the team was in Chicago or the soccer team the Yankees if it was in New York, nor should they. The same laws uh, that protect Major League Baseball from the brand confusion that would occur in those examples also operate in reverse to prevent when the Indians are trying to do here. By taking the name Cleveland Guardians overnight, the Indians, no, Indians knowingly and willfully eviscerated the rights of the original owner of that name, the real Cleveland Guardians. Um, it's been widely reported they filed their first trademark application to become the Guardians in April, but they filed it in the African island of Mauritius to help keep its plans a secret and allow it time to build a rebranding plan and finish the season without distraction. The Derby team's lawsuit suggests the move was meant to surprise the Derby team. When the roller Derby team complained to the Indians, the MLB franchise offered a truly nominal amount to buy the team's intellectual property rights, including its social media accounts and the valuable ClevelandGuardians.com domain name. Domain name. It goes on and on and on. But point being, when you admit you knew about them, and you offered them money, and they turned it down. To me, that hurts your case. You're going, hey, we just kind of did it anyway. We're acknowledging that you do have rights here. Yeah. Because otherwise, you go, I ah, screw you, whatever. Have at it. And when they're literally the ClevelandGuardians.com. <laughs> well, now they're going to be the Cleveland baseball team. Maybe so. 
We have the Cle- Washington football Maybe team, so. and now we have the Cleveland baseball team. I mean, it's more of just I'm kind of rooting for the little guy here because it's a freaking roller derby team, whatever. But I, I think they have a case. What am I missing? I mean, I know there's 14 attorneys. It's Ole Miss in the stream. What, what's going on? Like, what's, <laughs> like, am I crazy? On the day we already had to chat with attorneys. So, you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> I did look up a legal definition this morning. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> And it was correct. It fit. I went yeah, up and down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look no, at us. No kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I just that's it. I yeah, Ginger, it's a little flimsy, but I, I have no idea what the roller derby schedules are. I mean, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm not well versed on on some of those things. When I was a kid, roller derby would come on ESPN in the afternoons. <sighs> so and get, get pretty intense sometimes. I should. We should get David Brand on for story time. Story time, as we mentioned the other day, he could really tell the story. But in 2010, when we were in Charlottesville for the Virginia Super Virginia Regional, it was a group of us rented a minivan and drove to Charlottesville for that regional, and it was it's a chaotic weekend. We'll put it that way. There yeah. are 15 different stories from that weekend sure. on things that on, on things that took place uh, involving a JAG officer of getting kicked out of. It was a lot of stuff. So anyway. Um, ended up in a Waffle House at like three o'clock in the morning, something like that. It was the night Ole Miss got eliminated, or the day they got eliminated. So we were leaving the next day to come home, and several different things happened in that Waffle House that were funny. But one of the people in our group sat down with a roller derby team who was just eating in Waffle House and learned all the intricacies, completely hammered, of of roller derby at like three o'clock in the morning. It was. There was a there was a roller derby team and another dude wearing a tap out t shirt that was committing multiple acts of illegal activity inside the Waffle House that morning. And that was the only people in the Charlottesville Waffle House at like three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, that is my only experiences ever with any uh, any type of roller derby team that is uh, is going on there. So anyway, yeah, I never uh, understood it. Like what you were trying to do, I never, I never. It's a but you're still racing, right? Yeah, the goal is to finish first, correct? I think so, but like okay. they do the slingshot thing, and yeah, when the, they throw the other people, and yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, Ginger, if I could tell the whole story, but I I can't literally. I, I I've there's probably some people that need to be protected a little bit in some of that night. Um, it's the most maybe the most tired I've ever been though, because we literally got up at seven o'clock and drove the nine ten hours back because we had to get back for Drew getting picked in the first round of the draft that night. Oh. Uh. So we had to be back at the IPF or the Manning Center or whatever for that. At I like could have five covered 30. it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, but the other people in the car did not have that luxury. Oh, that's they true. had to get back. I could so. have covered it for them too. You could have. Yeah, just when we were when we were driving there, um, we were listening to the Rockies guy who threw the no hitter and the umpire screwed it up. Jim Joyce. That was the night before or the that week. Oh, uh, Galarraga. Yeah, when he was throwing the no hitter and it got messed up with two outs in the inning. Tigers. Oh, it was Tigers on Rockies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The Rockies draft through the Is that right? Or the Indians? I don't remember. It was one or the other. I don't remember which way it went. Mm. Yeah, I don't Yeah, anyway. And if there was a day, I'd recall it. Probably not today. Not today. You're a little out today. So what did you think of the Mike Tomlin stuff? I loved, I loved Mike Tomlin's press conference. It was great, where he just goes, all right, I'm not doing this. I am not going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this he, one time. He just time. ended it, didn't he? I'm going to address this one time. And he's like me. Never say never, but never. And it was kind of like, here's the thing about Mike Tomlin. And I, 
to me, it's one of the things that I watched in particular with the LSU search with the media down there. And I'm not knocking media. I'm not picking anybody out in particular because I like some of those guys. And they're in a tough spot because it's late October and nothing's going to get done for a month minimum. Okay. Yet you've got a daily show or you've got a daily column or you've got a site or whatever the case may be. And people want content. They don't want to hear, hey, nothing happened today. There is no update today. They want to know, well, who's the new name? Who's the leader? What's going on? And the truth is, you don't know because there's a whole half a season left, basically. So someone down there floated Mike Tomlin's name. It was Moscona, I believe. Someone floated it to Moscona. Well, right, and, yeah, yeah. And, and he turned it into a day of content. He did, yes. At which point people do the aggregating thing. And it becomes real, even though it was never real. Mike Tomlin's daughter goes to LSU or something. There there's is some random connection. There's some connection. Mike Tomlin has been the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers for... Since Bill Cowher. It's been a while. 15 years? Because the Steelers have that weird stat. They've only had three coaches in like 60 years. They went Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher to Mike Tomlin. Mike, Mike Tomlin has one of the five best jobs in the NFL. Correct, yes. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers, for whatever reason, this morning fired Mike Tomlin, they just decided that they thought he was done. They just decided that, hey, it's time for a fresh start. They decided they didn't like the deodorant that he wore. Whatever the case may be, if they fired him at, say, 10-15, Mike Tomlin's agent would have a call by 10-25, essentially with an under-the-table offer. Hey, we're going to fire our coach after week 17. We'll pay Mike $11 million a year. Mm -hmm. Done. Need to keep this quiet for a week. Why don't you send Mike to the beach or the ocean or the mountains or wherever the hell he likes to go to relax for six weeks? Yeah. Get all charged up and then we'll, we'll, we'll holler. We'll plan the press conference. Let us know how many family members want to come. Yeah, sure. I mean, it would be that quick. At no point would Mike Tomlin go, you know what I might want to do? I might want to go from working with grown men to doing photo shoots with 16-year-old boys. Because every, just so you guys know, when you see on Twitter the little photo shoot with the kid with doing his face and all the stuff and all the hands movements and all the pictures and, and, and all the recruiting reporters put those out on Twitter and all that stuff, the coaches literally hate that. The coaches go home and, and need like 10 minutes alone somewhere. Like if I were a football coach, and I think some of these guys are this way, I would have to have like a big punching bag in my garage. A big stress ball. of So that I could just, as soon as I got out of the car, after a day of full of photo shoots, I could just beat the hell out of the bag and then walk in and pet the dog and kiss the wife and all that stuff because otherwise someone else might feel the wrath. Yeah, yeah. They hate it. Why would you, if you're an NFL coach – especially a successful NFL coach making a ton of money who can get another NFL job in an absolute second, why would you leave that to go to a place like USC or LSU where you're going to have to deal with boosters? You're going to have to deal with all the crap that comes with compliance and all that, and you've got to start talking to 16-year-old boys and pretend that you're interested in what they have to say. Yeah, he's good. It's idiotic. 
The whole idea was idiotic. And for him to shoot it down the way so he that ended it, it immediately. He ended nah. it in 48 seconds yesterday of absolute brilliance where I was like, hey, man, hat tip. Yeah. Booster can't write a big enough check. He's like, does anybody else want to ask me about this now? Because this is the last time. Yeah. I never say never, but never. Yeah. So. Well, uh, and I'll tell you this, though. Mm-hmm. I know we got to go to a break. The way that he did that. Other coaches, when they don't want to say never, now when you do the "Hey, I'm happy where I am," I'm you know we, we're focused on the season. It almost looks even more suspicious than it always did. Oh, amen about that. Somebody who handled a press conference differently yesterday. We'll talk about that in a second. First, talk about Northeast Spark N E S P A R C service people across rural communities. Two packages, 100 Mbps. Or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. Call the office for details and get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. We're brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. If you're in the Jackson area this weekend, stop by 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. You won't regret it. Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. Cool, fun way to bet. Third, No third party, so there's no juice. Over time, that saves you money. If you bet a lot, that saves you a lot of money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 35% off any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more. Muddy Water has uh, several new products on the site now, including their new Muddy Water Lady Camo apparel. So, again, MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code REBELGROVE. It's the same promo code at Dead Soxy, the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. The no-shows, the traditional socks, all sorts of themed socks there at DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Three home games in November. You got, what, uh, Liberty, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, all still coming to town this season. You can still have plenty of time to tailgate, enjoy the Grove, Enjoy your friends, all of that stuff. Makes, let 7 South tailgating make it easier for you. They offer unloading assistance, food, beverage delivery, and so much more on game day. 662-321-1682 or 7SouthTailgating.com. And we're brought to you by Game Changer Patch Company. Get in touch with the people at Game Changer, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they even start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS. It's owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. To learn more, go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601. 
4381. Podcast brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go there. Check out the events page. See everything going on this week and every week locally in the Oxford LaFayette County area. Also, you know that Tunes Around Town will return next Friday, day before the Liberty game, 5 to 7 o'clock. Multiple musical acts around the downtown area, including the Square and Pocket Park next to Volta. You can uh, get some dessert, get some takeout, and enjoy the local artist. Also, Double Decker Bus Tours, 3 and 4 o'clock on that Friday. And an adult ticket gets you $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. So for that and much more, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Yeah, I mean, I had it up here. I mentioned it. It's 1969. The Steelers are on their third coach since 1969. Um, Chuck Knoll was in Pittsburgh from 69 to 91. Bill Coward, 92 to 06. And Mike Tomlin has been the coach since 2007, and it's currently extended through at least 2024. He's been at Pittsburgh as long as Nick Saban's been at Alabama. Yes. I mean, and he he's they, they love him. They give him free reign. You're going to walk away from that? And again, the thing about Tomlin is, let's say Mike Tomlin got fired. They just decided, you know, we we don't like the way you park your car. Whatever the case may be, like the Chicago Bears would, they'd go hire him today. Mm-hmm. There would be 10 NFL teams that would reach out to Tomlin's agent within the first 10 minutes. It would be a bidding war. It never made sense. Noel and Cower are both in the Hall of Fame, and Tomlin has the highest winning percentage in franchise history. Yeah. He has two titles? I think so. I think he has two? Yeah. Am I right about that? Yeah, he's 224 and 145 overall, 8-8 eight and eight in the postseason. So, not the other guy's records in the postseason, but nonetheless... Cower was twelve and nine. He won a ring, and then uh, he won a ring. Yeah, and then sixteen and eight for uh, Chuck Knoll during his uh, his run. Speaking of press conference, what about our boy James Franklin yesterday with his press? That's conference? Where I was going, he um, hey, it wasn't even his. I mean, his misstep was funny. I'll go there in a second, but I somebody alerted me to it, and I went back and watched part of it. I don't really even understand why, because he's had questions before. I know the agent thing probably annoyed him from the day before getting out, but he was flustered. Mm-hmm. He was very frustrated through the entire press conference mm-hmm. in a way that made no sense to me. Well, the one reporter did his job. Sure. Okay. Where you have to ask, your name keeps coming up at USC. Is that a job you're interested in? Sure. You know, in an ideal world, this is where the schools don't realize this. In an ideal world, there's a little more relationship. And I don't mean, hey, let's go hang out and have a burger, but relationship where you could say, hey, whoever the media relations person is, Tom, I need to ask James a question. I would prefer to do it in the hallway. I've got to ask it. Yeah, either way, it's coming. So if, if if you don't let me do it privately, which is how I'd like to do it, I'm going to have to do it here publicly, which is not how I want to do it. It's going to piss him off. It's me doing everybody else's work, but I've got to do it. I've got an editor that is telling me this has to be asked. This has to be written about today. We're past that point. And so everything now is on some Zoom call or in a room where it's like the way Ole Miss does it, where it's not particularly intimate. 
and you can't say, hey, James, I've got to ask you about this. And where y'all can have a five-minute conversation where he goes, I don't understand why you have to ask me this. Well, I, I do. I have to. So here's an, I'm giving you a couple of minutes here to kind of think about how you want to say this. Trying to be as diplomatic as you can. As collegial yeah. as possible. Sure. But instead, it gets asked in that manner, and he gets defensive, and he gets jumpy, and his answer becomes very revelatory of where his mindset is. I'm focused on this week, Illinois. Nope, you, you played them. Last week, you lost, actually. You, you, Nine overtimes. You were around them for a long time, James. Yeah. You should have remembered exactly yeah. who was across and the... You're playing the most high-profile team in your league this week. Yeah, and then you get the stadium wrong. said, yeah, we're going to the big house. And it's like, no, that's Michigan. Yeah, you're going I, the... I know you haven't been to the Big Ten for decades, but you're going to the horseshoe. And Franklin's actually. a bald guy, and bald guys know all about horseshoes. So he should be able to pick yeah, them Yeah, this was... This was it was a it was a bad look. If I'm Penn State, I'm starting my coaching search. He's out. He's gone. Which shows you that yeah, he was so flustered that he could like he just gave a nickname of a stadium. I mean it because in some ways you go okay sure like cut him a break and then you go no that that was spe- that's speaking to a mindset. I mean if some dude's completely calm and he just misspeaks and you go oh yeah they're they're playing you know whatever I mean you know somebody in the ACC and. They're playing Florida State. He goes, yeah, we're going to Death Valley tomorrow. He goes, ah, crap, now Florida's like, okay, yeah. fine, whatever. Sure. I mean, yeah, we're we're doing this. But, but you're talking about Ohio State. Yeah. It's a big game. Maybe the biggest for them. When you're Penn State. You're in, you're out. Yeah. And so now we get into the part of this which is interesting, which is. He's you, also getting to a little bit into he built the monster and now can't feed it. There's a certain level of pressure that he can't return them to national championship relevance, even though they've been incredibly good from it, the standpoint of winning the conference and all that kind of is stuff. Is it possible that that program has a ceiling? Programs sometimes have ceilings. Is it possible that in today's football... And I don't know that it's a ceiling. It's just hard. Everything has to go right. Like, it's not It's but not when, as simple as just, hey... But when I was a kid, Penn State was a top 10 program, undeniably. They were on be. TV all the time. And it might still be. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, he's been to three or four access bowls in the last five years. They 20, won the Big Ten in top, 16 or it's 17. It's a top 20 program, but is it a top 10 program? I would argue that it's not. They're on the list of schools that can win a national title if they have a dream season where everything goes right. Sure. But they have to have the dream season where everything goes right. They can't do it standard operating procedure. But that applies to a ton of SEC and Big Ten teams. It does, yeah. Frankly, more SEC teams than it does Big Ten teams because you can get better players down here. And Ginger makes a good point. He said, I, I got, she said, I got out of Andy at the right time. Now he's trying to get out of Penn State at the right time. There is some truth to that. Hey, you've done all this. Yeah. You look like you're even – plateauing it's it's time to move well he's on the list at lsu he's definitely on the list at lsu there's no question about the fact that he's on the list he's way up the list at usc he might even be the lead at at sc if you told me that things were getting done at sc i'd buy it you had a month to navigate this this isn't like a 10-day deal it's a month and what happens if you go to Ohio State and you get beat 51 to 10? 
How's that look to the next fan base that's going to be welcoming you in with the big press conference? It's a hard spot he's in. And his name's all over the place now. And after that press conference, everybody's alert, alert is up because he wasn't focused. Coaches always talk about one day at a time, one week at a time. Like yesterday, Miles Battle uttered the word playoff, and everybody was like, ooh, there it is. Like, oh, okay, he just said a word. It's all good. That's today. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you you talk to the Ole Miss kids. Every week it's, no, we're not thinking about the big picture. We're thinking about today. we got to win Tuesday. There's a certain Saban-ish to it. Or yeah. It's, no, it's, 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 it's Lane's brought in the Alabama mindset. Yeah, He's trying to anyway. Win today. Got to win today. Win tomorrow. Win Wednesday. Have a big day of practice. Yep. Then we'll go there and we'll play them on Saturday. There's a 24-hour rule, and then we turn the page to the next game. Boring as hell. But Boring works. Yeah. No headlines. If you think about it, nobody at Ole Miss has given out any bulletin board material all year. Not once. No one has said Jack. No. What do you guys think of Auburn? They're very good. They're very athletic. They're very explosive. They're very It's going to be a hard game. It's a great place. <laughs> what do you think about LSU? Oh, they're very athletic, very explosive, big, dominant offensive lineman. Yeah, it's a great challenge for us. Quarterback's yeah. really, really good. He really, runs around a lot. Really good. Make things happen. Really good. Great uniforms. Just fantastic. The Eagle is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to go and see the Eagle run around and hopefully not run into a wall. Thanks. How long do Eagles live? How long have they had the same one? I think this is a new Eagle. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't like know. brand new? I think so. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know how long an eagle lives. How do you train, said eagle? Well, this is these are things I don't know. I've never trained an eagle. You covered them. You never wrote I a did. story on the eagle? I, I probably did, but it's been 20 years. I'm more interested in the eagle than I am, which you can tell me about Ben Leard at this point. So, I mean. I mean, I worked, I worked at a time when you just wrote. I would go to Auburn on Friday. And you didn't not, rest on what you wrote last week. We're, would, we're moving. I would go to Auburn on Friday and stay until Wednesday night. Which is so insane now. It's insanity. Which the answer would have been live in Auburn, but uh, you had other obligations. Oh, I, but I, I mentioned that many times. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't some new thought. No, I mean, I, I sat in the room one day in 2001. We had just had Campbell. I sat in the meeting, my end-of-the-year meeting, almost in tears, going, y'all, I'm depressed. I'm not healthy. This is no way to live. I would have those drives back from Auburn where I would get pulled into my driveway and be like, wait, did I go through Greenville? Just forget the whole deal. Just, yeah. And I'm with the, but this, is, this is so stupid. I could live in Auburn, save you a ton of money, what was their reasoning? The publisher at the time, his last name was Marshall, I think. He had this idea that you needed to be a part of the community. And we were the Mobile Register, and so you needed to be a part of the Mobile community. And I would You should have been a member of the Auburn community. You covered Auburn. So I would tell them, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I come here. I do laundry. I spend as much time as I can with my family. I take my dogs for a walk, bless their hearts, and then I'm packing a bag. This is so stupid. And then when, when here's the funny part. When I finally went in and was like, hey, I, got, I can't do this anymore. 
and they promoted me because mm-hmm. I think they were scared that I was leaving. leaving. The new guy that they hired to replace me moved to Auburn. Oh, really? Yeah, and I just looked at him like, wow. Who was that? Brent Scrotenbor, who is now working for like USA Today and stuff. Never heard of him. Um, yeah, they um, and and they when they did it, they're like, "This is a, a, a really a novel idea that we have. We're going to move our beat idea. writers." I'm like, you are absolutely full of. What's the drive to Auburn from yeah. Mobile? Is 225 miles. So much worse than if the Clarion Ledger back in the day said, "Hey, live in Jackson and go to Oxford for." Yeah, I had gotten where I could do it in three hours. I knew every speed trap. Uh, whatever. Um, um, this is stupid. But yeah, sure. it was it was insane. And with all the money they spent everywhere else. Okay, but to, your, to, to answer your question, yeah, would yeah, I yeah. have I ever written a story about the Eagle? Yes, but I don't remember a, lo- a lot. They about wasted it. thousands of dollars a year in hotel cost. Yeah, and per diems. I told you, I walked yeah. into the Hilton Garden Inn in Auburn, and the girl said, "Welcome home, welcome home, Mister McCready. Would you like your usual room?" And you went, "Oh, oh I went to my room and cried." Yeah, like I did. I went to my room and had a breakdown. It was like the beginning of it. It was like, oh my god! Yeah, she. I mean, she didn't say Mr. McCready. She got it right. I mean, she knew my name. I've yeah. told you this before, and people don't believe me. I had access if I wanted it at times to like go into the kitchen and just write down what I took out of there. Yeah, yeah. Just put it on the so you could add it to my bill. They knew. I mean, I was there so much. If I stole something, they they'd know where to find me. Yeah, it was insanity. Hotel points, baby. Though, oh boy. Hilton Honors points. Oh, I, I mean, I still have the yeah, points. Yeah, I mean, that's that. that hundreds oh upon hundreds of thousands of points. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Settle County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you can local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662 234 2704 or JLOWE at communitymtg.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state and all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell are uh, Ole Miss grads. They utilize their uh, unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlights on the village at Madison. Roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space along with roughly 75-0 lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. It's um, 601-586-3220 to get in touch with Sam and BB and learn more about the village at Madison. Blue Delta Jeans is happy to announce the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament hosted January 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. The competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, and two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. For more information on the event or to register your team, contact Blake Kokenauer at Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. We are also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Lamons has been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. Whatever you're looking for, engagement rings, wedding rings, watches, pearls, whatever, they've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. The uh, cooler cooler weather is coming. You can sort of feel it when you go outside these days. You want to make sure that your heating system is in tip-top shape. So get in touch with Comer Heating and Air. 
Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, 662-801-1777. If you live in Memphis, Hernando, or that area, 662-429-4429. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. and Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So sit down with the people at Pinnacle, and they'll put together a uh, comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. Again, mypinwealth.com. Support the Oxford Excellent Podcast brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's blow-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MPW at manscaped.com. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. You can be confident in all those sensitive areas. The upgraded trimmer features a multi-function on-off switch that can engage in a travel lock. also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 allows you to customize your trim. Their additional guard link sizes 1 through 4. Also, wireless charging. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. It's time to get your own trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence there in that area. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code MPW at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MPW, unlock your confidence, and use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I was talking to somebody about it just this morning, about how uh, wonderful multiple of their products are. Podcast also brought to you by Nickstan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com. They sponsor my weekly 321 football content item. You can click the link in that. You can click the link on my in my signature at rebelgrove.com as well. We'll take care of you with all your real estate needs in the Oxford area on the buy side, on the sell side. I've used them multiple times. You should give them a chance as well. That's 662-281-1200 or nickstanoxford.com. The market's still incredibly competitive. Things going very fast. You need somebody who knows everybody, gets you in, and finds what you're looking for on both sides in this real estate market. So again, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Let's see. I forgot. Sandy Barber, the AD at Penn State, been there since 14. So basically kind of emerging after all that stuff. And when everything finally went away over there, they made that change from, from that standpoint. She was a cow for a long time before that. Uh, ben Brown out for the year. Ben Brown out for the year. Um, expected bicep injury. I think there had been some hope that perhaps there we could find a way to get him through the season. The problem with getting him through the season would have been that it would have pushed his rehabilitation. Into a draft situation. Where it would have really harmed yeah. him professionally. Um, his career is over, obviously. He has... Uh, he has a season left because of COVID, but he will not exercise that. He will attempt to turn professional in the spring. No, Ben will play in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's um, a, he's an NFL offensive guard. I mean, he started forty games for the Rebels over his uh, over his career. Done a hell of a job. Been a been a good soldier, good kid. Um, hate it for him to not be able to finish this season the way everything is oh, going. Sure, I mean, the, the the heartbreaking part of that just for him. 
from an Ole Miss offensive line standpoint, they need Caleb Warren healthy. They need Caleb Warren back 100% as fast as humanly possible because otherwise you're looking at Rhodes and Melton and moving Amano around a little bit. And well, it Ramsey means Bryce and, Ramsey playing center. And Bryce Ramsey played center the other day and was a hero of that game. Yeah. Because it allowed them to move Amano to guard. Who did a pretty good job at guard. He's a solid guard. Yeah. Um, yeah, they – they got through that game okay. I've talked to some people who look, I don't know football well enough to go an offensive line played well or didn't. But I'm like, boy, to talk to someone who did, who does yesterday, who was like, Yeah, that offensive line, it was it was tenuous. They said Lane and Levy had to have walked back into the offices after that game and been kind of furious because they could have helped the one person told me help the Ole Miss offense with everybody score seventy on Saturday. Oh really? Because you just wouldn't have believed like how much stuff was wide open. If Mingo and Sanders and the line and everybody's everybody. out there and you're yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But at this point in the season, nobody's a hundred. Yeah, everybody's all banged to hell. What do we know for sure about Auburn this weekend from a from a for sure? I don't know situation. Anything. Nothing. They potentially could have dudes out. I think most people over there anticipate that they'll have people out, but they're dealing with some of the same stuff that. Um, we deal with which is it's very hard to get that kind of information do you anticipate somebody not playing yes more than one yeah that matters uh yeah a few okay most of the rumors are, are second string guys that play other than one dude yeah what does it mean when you can you can hear your dog snoring through the wall. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can, I, I can hear Gus in there snoring. Is it Gus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you ask Lane, he will say we hope Ben can play. Because he technically does. He he hopes well, he does, something yeah. happens. He hopes that he wakes up tomorrow and Ben goes, you know what? I'll be down. It's reconnected. I, I go to bed every night saying I hope it grows back. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't <laughs> The bye week was a schedule problem. They, the bye week should be next week. They should have played Liberty in week three and had the bye week next week. Because you get to set your non-cons. Yeah. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Lane was very frustrated about it earlier in the year, but at this point it's just kind of like, ah, whatever. It yeah, he was very passive-aggressive about the schedule. He did not like the, the schedule. No, it was, a, it was bad. At some point when he took the job, he was like, hold on, 2021. Um, what are we doing? Yeah, hang on. Can we fix that? Can we buy Hugh out? Do we really have to do that? Well, the truth is, I think Liberty wanted out. They just wanted to keep some of the money. Kiffin will ignore the Hugh Angle next week. Lane has no reason whatsoever to take anything resembling a shot. Oh at no, Hugh. no, 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 no! He no, will no, say no. the following about Lane about Hugh. Hugh made this job more attractive. He beat us a couple of times at Alabama. We saw what it was like. It was one of the things that was in the back of my mind when I was deciding what to do about jobs. He gave my brother an opportunity. Sure. Um, got nothing but respect for him and the offense that they do. And yeah. he's he's a he's a great offensive coach. Blake Willis has had a he, hell of a year. He's going to say, you know, he really kind of changed the SEC. He's going to get into all of that stuff. And all of that stuff is true. It's one. Of, I'm going to write it on Sunday in 10 Thoughts a little bit about the complexity that is Hugh Freeze. Because you can't write about Hugh Freeze, his tenure at Ole Miss, without writing about all of the incredible things that he did. Sure. Any more than you can write about Hugh Freeze without 
going into all the terrible things that happen, all the de- devastating things that happen. I mean, that's the full, it's the full ride. But Lane has no reason to talk about the other part. He'll just talk about the part that that um, that matters. But, I mean, his brother was one of the fall guys of that NCAA thing. I mean, you know, Chris is fine. He's coaching in the NFL now, but it cost him some college opportunities. There's no question about that. And Chris Kiffin was one of the elite recruiters when Hugh first got here and was on his way to a, a big-time college career before the NCAA thing derailed it. it there's a lot there. Yeah, no, I mean, from a negative standpoint, no. I mean, you're exactly right. It does no good at all. There's no reason to be in in, in any way. No, I mean, I mean well, Lane's got no reason to do it. Whatever. Any flyover, any more than the, any any mo- flyover journalist next week? Okay, so to do it, Ole Miss has to win. Yep. No. The The story was only going to be a good story if you believe that Hugh could win the game. Willis is healthy and they're rolling and undefeated and you go, hey. Yeah, the story's a story if Hugh Freeze brings in 17th ranked unbeaten Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost to ULM. Yeah, that went. Yeah. And what's your storyline now? You're going to rehash it? In 2021, my, my guess is my guess is it's nothing. If I were the hand raised guy at Ole Miss, we would just simply have a quick, very quick, not, not don't the, go, no video, no no video and no Glenn Waddle big voice. Just welcome back to Vault Hemingway Stadium, former Liberty, Ole Miss yeah. coach Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. And let people golf clap him, and a few people are going to boo him. And that's cool. And that's and then we move on. You move on. This is not Chris Bryant coming back to Wrigley Field. This is not Russell Westbrook coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, we direct your attention. No, 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 no. 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 And they don't matter enough. Like don't don't troll anybody. Just be no. Don't put his face on the video board with a hotty toddy or something. No, just a, a polite. Yeah. Welcome back to Vault Hemingway Stadium, former Ole Miss coach Hugh Freeze. And if his wife is there and his wife Jill and their children, yeah, sure. whichever children are there, acknowledge them. They were once part of the yeah, community. Sure. They have a lot of friends here. And then let it be. Yeah. Uh, look, Hugh is wired to want to be a Power 5 football coach again. So, yes, I think he would take jobs that he could get in a, in a multitude of conferences. Yeah. He's, however, also – and I don't mean this jokes aside. I'm not talking about anything to do with Falwell. He's in a great situation for him as a group of five head coach making a lot of money that he can be at for a long time and be very happy and, and, and be well off and wealthy. So, Unless he's gotten less sensitive. I mean, seriously, when people mentioned his name at LSU – I, I there were times I wanted to text him and go, I know that place, and I know you, and it wouldn't work. Virginia Tech would be a hell of a landing spot for Hugh That would be really good. That would be a great landing be spot. be a great landing Freeze. spot. Yes, there's there, there's no doubt about that. So, uh, Jolie Dunn passed away yesterday, 75 years old. Um, he was the Ole Miss head coach in 1994 following the Billy Brewer uh, probation situation. 
He went four and seven in that in that one season. I covered um, that season for the Oxford Eagle. Did you really? I did. Was that the Egg Bowl that was like in the mud and like mm-hmm. really low scoring or whatever? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was like 17 10, 17 nothing, something like that. I will always have a soft spot for Joe Lee Dunn. I was a kid. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was also covering a coaching search. Ole Miss was searching for a coach. And I always thought that was a, a um, kind of awkward deal. Mm-hmm. You're writing about a coaching search because the guy that you're covering is not going to be a candidate. Yeah. And I think Joe Lee kind of wanted to be a candidate. It was a long time ago, but but he was he was a good guy. Their uh, their four wins that season: Southern Illinois, Vanderbilt, Tulane, and LSU. They did beat LSU thirty four twenty one. LSU was pretty awful during that, that was time in period. Oxford. Yeah, um, it was yes, in front of forty thousand one hundred and fifty seven. If you're curious about stadium growth. But if I remember that game correctly, and it's funny the stuff you remember, Rodney Young was a safety at LSU from Ruston. And his brother, Michael, was a year younger than me. I'd played football with Michael. And then Rodney was three years younger than me or maybe four. And he made a tackle on the Ole Miss sideline right in front of me at the end of the game and looked up and was like, Neil. In the (laughs) the middle of the game? Yeah, and after the the game we we caught up, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. That's, that's, that's kind of funny. Um, he was only uh, – he was a head coach before that only at uh, New Mexico State, I believe, something like that. New Mexico or New Mexico State. It was New Mexico from 83 to 86. He was a defensive coordinator in Tommy West for a while and some pretty good Memphis teams. He was also the defensive coordinator at Mississippi State and was a finalist for the Broyles Award in 1999. Um, he had really good teams at State. He had really good defenses at Ole Miss in ninety. Two, I think. Is that when it was when they were so good? Yeah, on defense? when they lost to Tennessee that would have the Gator Bowl team. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they he led was, they led the country in defense one of those years. He was known for uh just attacking. He said there's two pressure, types pressure, of people pressure. people who attack and people who don't, and I attack. <laughs> yeah, he was there was no blitz scheme that he didn't like. Yeah. He ran a three three five. It's very similar to kind of what Ole Miss runs today in a very different way. Yeah. Um, that was before this pass happy deal. He would just bring Everybody. Yeah. Just, hey, we're. Probably literally had a package where there was no coverage. You just. Zero. Brought everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway. um, Yeah, he did a good job in Memphis, too. I mean, he did. He had a long, uh, he had a very successful career there with with, uh, a multitude of teams across uh, the uh, the different things. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. GNM, they're located on South Lamar and Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fear prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you with one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery to get what you need when you need it. With Rightway Meds, they'll individually package your medication for those who need that as well. So, again, that's on South Lamar and Oxford or the Square in Holly Springs. 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you a ton of options that you're not going to find on your own. And, no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We are also brought to you by Ola. It's uh, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic Oxford Square. That's Opa, I should say. I'm sorry. Uh, 
for whatever reason, my computer changed the P to an L. Huh. Uh, it's delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and so much more. Uh, awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. It's 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse, next to the old uh, Soul Shine location. Opa officially opens on uh, Monday. Uh, we're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. Grenada Nissan, um, if you're in the market for a Nissan car, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com, just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. I'll have a ma- mailbag up later today. It's brought to you by uh, Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Oh, we're also brought to you by Service Specialist. With offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, service, spe- service specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you need to get in touch with service specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out. They're always looking for candidates that have potential that want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. It's a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. So if you're a prospective employer, you need to be in contact with them because they always have names and resumes ready for your perusal. People who are looking to relocate but have some confidentiality concerns. 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Alpha Specialties is 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got load trail. They've got uh, Hallmark cargo trailers. They can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built for you as well. They can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. Alpha of MS.com and 601-932-9798. I guess also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's JohnstonHillCreamery.com. 662-419-9201 to make an order to get some catering or tailgate stuff sent right to your spot in the Grove or anywhere on campus. That's artisanal cheese trays, charcuterie trays. They got everything from salads and sandwiches to plenty of desserts, including cheesecake bars, Blackberry cheesecake bars, cannolis, lemon, uh, sorry, cherry buttermilk hand pies, and much more. Some great add-on items like spiced honey, pepper jelly, got the strawberry habanero hot sauce, and more. So let them handle your grove or just stop by there on White White Oak Lane right off Molly Bar in Oxford to see all the different items in stock. That's 662-419-9201, cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com, or, um, well, just go to johnstonhillcreamery.com online. Uh, seeing here, um, we knew that Ole Miss had a scrimmage on Sunday. We knew it was against Ohio State. I see where, um, in basketball, sorry for anybody that's missing me for a second. The, uh, you're not supposed to talk about them, but the Columbus Dispatch has a pseudo story on it, um, in the, in the paper. Columbus, Ohio paper? That's correct, yes. The Columbus, Ohio paper has a story on it. Let me see how close I am, because what I was told, I was told that Ole Miss basically won the scrimmage. They played 50 minutes. Ole Miss won the game by six to eight points. Okay, so I'm right. Um, I was told Jarkel Joyner 
lit it up, especially in the first half. I have no Ole Miss names. I okay. have some generalities about Ole Miss, but I have no and names. And then I was told the uh, the big man Brooks, the transfer from Miami. Uh, Nasir. Nasir Brooks was an absolute load for Ohio State to the point that their coach said we've got some reevaluating to do. So it said that they played a 20-minute period and then two 10-minute periods and then maybe some extra stuff. Nobody's really sure what They played stuff. 50 total minutes okay. of basketball. So that would make sense. Uh they worked on some in-game situation, a lot of different situational stuff because it's just a scrimmage. You can do whatever you need to. Yeah. Except for the first 20 minutes, the Rebels built a decent lead. Um, Ohio State made a big run during the second and third portions of that. Overall, Ole Miss won by somewhere between six and eight points. Said, so that would be um, seven points. Do what? So in other words, seven points. Somewhere between, somewhere between six, six and, and eight, eight is yeah, seven. That's true. Yeah. Uh, said part of the reason Ohio State won to face the SEC team is it had no real ties with was the hope that we give the Buckeyes a different type of look than they're accustomed to. Ole Miss's pegs a middle of the pack team in its conference, but the Rebels play hard and were able to push the Buckeyes in ways that will start to prepare them for the Big Ten play this season. Says that Ole Miss was more physical and gave them a lot of trouble inside during the course of go. the uh, of the game. So yeah, that was uh, that was that again. A lot of Pitt, Ohio State some specific stuff, but for the Rebels, that's kind of what it said. So pretty close. I should have written it. You're you're right there on it. Um. But yeah, apparently Ole Miss. Uh, I didn't write it because I was told don't write it. I couldn't write it. Yeah. Well, apparently they did. So. So there you go. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why we act like these stupid basketball scrimmages are nuclear codes. You know, some of the stuff with college athletics is really stupid. When you but think it's, about but it, but so much stuff is stupid where we just go, okay, like yeah, fine, whatever. All right, like I, what would be the big deal in going? Yeah, he's got a hamstring issue. Okay. Yeah, we played a scrimmage. Here's who won the scrimmage. I mean, Ohio State's season is not wrecked because they lost a scrimmage on October the 25th or 4th, whatever the hell. That was situational in nature. Yeah, this, I mean, it won't, this won't factor into the net. Why is it a secret? Well, I mean, I interviewed Kermit on, in the videos on rebelgrove.com, and like he was very careful, like, wasn't going to save his Ohio State. Hey, we've got a scrimmage on Sunday. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. Who are you playing? Like, what difference does it make? Like, <laughs> yeah, they played in Nashville. They met kind of halfway. Okay, where did they play? I don't know. At Vanderbilt, Bridgestone, some uh, local park. My guess would be they played at some high school, uh, either a high school or like um, one of the Belmont type places. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know that. Maybe my guess. Is it Lambeth? It's no longer a school, so you can use their area there. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Call Hugh. Get him to help out. Make the connections. I'm sure he would be happy to help. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to Lipscomb, that's the Bisons with an S that still bothers me. Is that Nashville too? Isn't Lipscomb in Nashville? Is it right across from Belmont? I have no idea. I can't say I've ever been on the Lipscomb campus. But yes, it is in Nashville. Lambus in Jackson. Sorry, not Nashville. I had that wrong. Okay. Yeah, either way. Whatever. Sounds good. What's uh, the other school in, in Jackson? It's Union. I think, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's right. What minor league team is there now? Jackson, what? What is their minor league team? Um, It's the Mariners double-A team. Is that who it is? I think so. They're in the Southern League with Pearl yeah. and all those teams? Yeah. I don't know what the name of the team is. The Jackson Generals. Generals, the Generals. Yes, that is correct. Is it still, is it still Pringles Park, or have they changed the name? It used to be Pringles Park. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. 
Um, I've passed it many times when we've been up there because we go up there every year. Carson plays at least one soccer tournament a year in Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll miss that trip when he gets too old to take it with me. We're probably about there. I think so. I'll miss that a lot. Um, Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Cal says the minor league team left Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. How about that? Never mind. How about that? I've never. I I don't. I've never been anything at that park. I always found it interesting that Ole Miss would never go north and meet somebody there because they always go south and do stuff. Oh yeah. Like I never really understood why they wouldn't just go north and do. That is. That would be an easy place to go play a neutral site game too. Tell somebody to come over. I don't know. Whatever. Like Western Kentucky, you could yeah, play them there. Whatever, yeah. Murray State, I sure. Mean, yeah, go play there. Because Ole Miss does Memphis. They, you know, they go to UAB fairly often now, especially since their new park is open. Apparently, COVID cost them the team. Oh, but the park's that. no longer being used. Really? That's a waste. Oh, because of all the minor league. Sorry, yeah, because of all the minor league. Yeah. Emotions. Okay. Or maybe it's a COVID hotspot. True. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Huntsville is the Trash Pandas. That's one of the better uh, better nicknames there is in minor league baseball. What is a Trash Panda? Well, now that Neil is an answer I do not <laughs> I do not have, but they are the Rocket City Trash Pandas. That is their uh, that is their name. It is a it is a panda looking raccoon thing in a garbage can, kind of like Oscar, and it has like flames coming out the bottom because it's a rocket ship. Oh, it's a really good logo. I mean, seriously, like from a cap t-shirt standpoint, it's that's a lot there. I mean, look, Alabama to all like you got to give them credit for their minor league stuff because the Montgomery Biscuits is one of the best logos in sports. Yes. I love the Montgomery Biscuits logo. I laugh every time I see the pad of butter. Yeah, I cannot help it. And then the Trash Pandas is really, really good. So they both those do a great job. I'm 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 all in on that uh, between the two of them. Here, here you go. This is I just sent you a text. Here's the, this is the trash panda. Oh, that's really good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exceptional. There's nothing wrong with that at all. No. Um. Okay. Isn't Trent Dilfer coaches at a a school there? Uh, That is right. Yeah, I, I did hear that. Yeah, that's correct. We knew that. Speaking of uh, youth sports, by the way, basketball is right around the corner. The Oxford Park Commission has opened registration for the 2022 uh, season. Leagues are open for ages 7 to 15. The cost to play is just $50 per participant. Season begins January 3rd. It's going to run through February the 24th. I know they're looking for coaches as well. Games are played on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursday evenings. No more than two games in a week for teams. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com to sign up your son or daughter. And then uh, also we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Autoplex. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy, BMW, Lexus, and Infinity, or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or a text on his cell, 662-571-2367. Tell them what you're looking for. Stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson. 
So we'll be back uh, tomorrow with a couple different podcasts again tomorrow morning. We'll have Chase Goodbread. We'll talk a lot about Matt Corral. We'll talk about Ole Miss and Auburn, some SEC stuff with uh, with him. And then we'll be back with uh, Henry's guys tomorrow night. So Pack Thursday, we'll have stuff on rebelgrub.com as today moves along as well. So hope all of you have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.